0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Has the Donald Trump investigation, the FBI search of Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate, and the release of the Mar-a-Lago search warrant deepened political battle lines not only in Washington, but also individual states in the United States now reaching crisis levels? Question mark. Media organizations, i.e. U.S. cable news, are attacking each other and taking positions on Donald Trump, the Democrats, and the Republicans. So I, I, I saw some of this and heard some of this, and I thought, you guys, you're, you're not the story, but they are. Jane Kirtley is a professor, Sila, how do you say that, Jane? Scylla. Scylla. I've only known you for 20 years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just mental block. Okay, the Scylla. Professor of Media Ethics and Law at the University of Minnesota. She's the co-author of Media Ethics Today. I'm so sorry. Great to talk to you.
1: Always good to talk to you, Roy.
0: So let's start with this. You're a a law professor, media ethics professor. What are your thoughts on the issuance of the warrant to search the home of the former president of the United States?
1: Well, I think what's important to remember is that this warrant followed um, at least one, and probably more subpoenas. And as you know, a subpoena is something that, as we lawyers say, is not returnable immediately. You've usually got 30 days to respond, to file a motion to quash, uh, to try to negotiate. I mean, all, all of those are, are normal practices in law enforcement when they are, are seeking information or materials. And the, end, the, rule, the, the story that we're getting now is that, indeed, the Trump, uh, folks returned a bunch of the material, but that there was still uh, materials out there that had not been returned, and that, well, I guess, the search warrant, was, which was approved by a federal judge, was actually approved some time ago, but was only acted upon this past Monday. Um rhetoric is an interesting thing, isn't it? Uh, Some people are referring to it as a raid. Um, From what I understand, it sounds like it was a pretty typical service of a search warrant. Um, They went in uh, based on what uh, the warrant permitted, what the affidavit as far as we know supported. They seized those materials and then they left. And that's kind of what typically happens. And I would add that they also created an inventory which uh, I believe one of Trump's lawyers signed off on as, you know, these are the 30 items that are being removed from Mar-a-Lago.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that it took uh, 18 months for this to happen, and they had that. As you said, they had the search warrant signed some time ago, but they waited until Monday. Uh, There's got to be a lot on this. Let me ask you about the media side of things. U.S. cable news stake out political territory, and they become de facto representatives of that territory, whether it's left, whether it's right. Left is, let's just say, MSNBC, right is Fox uh, and, and then they, they, they just defend that territory. What do you think about that? Is that, is that just the way of the world in 2022? Uh, or is there something significantly, significantly wrong going on here?
1: Well, as, as somebody who you know was trained as a journalist many, many years ago, in the in the principle that other than for editorials, news organizations are supposed to try to act independently, and by independently I mean independent of any particular administration or any particular political party's agenda, I'm appalled by this. And you and I have talked about this before. I find it really, really offensive in the context of something that is of such, at least, potential national significance. We've never had anything like this happen before. And, I mean, there, there are some similarities with some things that happened with Hillary Clinton and others, but in terms of, a, of a, an ex-president, this has never happened before. So this is huge uh, for obvious reasons. And I think it is an incumbent upon media organizations, no matter what their political stripe may be, to play this right down the middle, to explain to people what's going on as best they can, because, of course, information is dribbling out. We don't know everything right now, and there are some things I suspect we will never know given the classification of, of a lot of these records, allegedly. But be that as it may, um, when they start riding a hobby horse for either side, I think um, it's really contributing to the polarization of the people of the United States. As you know, um, there are very uh, you know avid followers of Fox. There are equally avid followers of MSNBC, CNN, and so forth. And it really has become an echo chamber to a great extent. Again, if somebody is a pundit who is there to provide uh, a viewpoint or analysis, that's one thing, but the kind of thing you're discussing has been part of what they bill as newscasts. And, and I just think that that's, that's wrong. I'm a, I'm a minority, I guess, of, of a few in saying that. But it just seems to me that's abrogating what I think is the core mission of anybody that calls itself a news organization, which is to illuminate and provide information and, you know, as the saying goes, let the public decide after they've heard what you had to say.
0: Yeah, they battle it out on the air, challenging competing networks, and uh, the story is almost forgotten at some point or the essence of the story is forgotten. It, well, I, sh- I share your, your view. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to go after another broadcast outfit. It, it would, wouldn't serve our listeners. Uh, they'd say, well, why is Green doing that? They say that anyway. But um, it, it's just, it just wouldn't make any sense. We have 60 seconds here, Jane. It requires so much time. But are you worried about your country, about the U.S. now and the political and philosophical
1: divide? I'm very worried. And I worry because I I don't see a way forward. Uh, We just had a primary election here in Minnesota. Um, It went peacefully, as far as I know, and nobody's accusing anybody of stealing votes or anything like that. But that hasn't been the case in many of our other states. And given that the public's confidence in the systems on both the state and federal level have been seriously undermined, um, and nobody's prepared to agree on any set of facts. I mean, it's fine to disagree on what should be done with those facts, but we can't even agree on the facts. Yes, I am worried going forward. And again, what worries me the most is I don't see a clear path ahead. As many have said, uh, the midterm elections of 2022 are going to be very telling in terms of what direction the country goes um, after after this coming November.